plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Wednesday, and today we will do our food news episode. So everything and anything that is important in food world, I'm going to deliver. Anything that will help you either get healthier and fitter and make better, more educated consumer and healthy eating choices, or something that will prevent you from getting any sort of possible negative health consequences. Because at this point, when our science and our industry moves so fast, we often are not really sure how exactly anything going to affect our health and vitality and energy level levels, especially long term. Like we can kind of figure out how it affects us in the next day or two, maybe a week or a month. But when it comes to, you know, longevity and decades, uh, the results that are decades away and accumulate over time, it's really hard to predict the outcome. That's why, guys, also, I always, always recommend to stick with something that has been proven to be beneficial for our health now and many years from now, like, you know, eating whole foods that that have been around for generations and thousands of years, or at least hundreds of years, instead of falling for some product that has a lot, a lot of promises, but at the end of the day, we don't really know how it's going to affect us in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years. And if you're anything like me, you want to be around in five and 10 and 20 years from now, being your best self, healthy and full of energy, um, not with some health issues or compromised health because you trusted this new food product that wasn't really what it that wasn't really doing what it's supposed to be doing. Anyway, food news. And we are starting this food news episode with CBD, this hemp compound found in hemp that is proven, well, 
kind of proven, you know, the studies with uh, CBD oil, this oil extracted from hemp plant, uh, is proven to help with pain issues, with anxiety, with inflammation. Uh, but usually, I mean, most of the studies that prove anything are done with that CBD oil, and none of the studies are done with any of the products that are coming to the market right now. And uh, CBD, so... Uh, manufacturers push for legal clarity at FDA's first public hearing on CBD. The results of that hearing, uh, the, all the results of that hearing are not public yet, but um, what what is known and what is public and what is spread right now uh, among food manufacturers or people or anyone in food industry, either policymakers or entrepreneurs or, or anyone who is um, connected to the cycle of food making with CBD. So everyone needs clarity. And as for this moment, it's still not really legal to market and create a CBD products or foods that are infused with CBDs, uh, there is no clarity about what effects exactly those products have on our health, on our mental and physical health. Usually CBD is associated with a lot of mental issues in any hemp product. So um, the food producers, FDA, all the regulatory organs are not sure how it affects our whole our health long term, and especially they're not sure about different formulations of food products that are coming into the market. You know, they're trying to add CBD to everything, to uh, soft drinks, to energy drinks, to ice creams, to alcohol, to all kinds of snacks. And the, the thing is about any compound is when it's added to different foods and food formulations or different drinks, it can have completely different effect because of other ingredients in the same foods. That's why it's kind of like hard to introduce um, new ingredients into foods and be sure about uh, uh, any health effects right now or in the future, especially if the food compound is something that um, that is proven to have profound effects when um, on, on human health, either psychoactive or um, or effect on our physical body. In any case, so um, FDA's public hearing um, results, stay tuned for that. Probably next week on Food and Use on Food School Podcast, you're going to hear about that. Um, and then, but while that hearing is still going on, Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream brand uh, announced that they're serious about adding CBDs in their products and their frozen desserts, but are not sure in what formulations they're going to uh, put it in, what flavors they're going to uh, create with CBD, and um, what kind of desserts they're going to make of it. But uh, they're not going to release anything to the market unless they're sure uh, about regulations in place from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So everyone is uh, waiting for more clarity from Food and Drug Administration before putting uh, CBD into our food supply fully, because it can go either way. FDA can can 
cancel, can uh, forbid um, and prohibit putting CBD in our food supply or can allow it. Um, and nobody is sure yet how it's going to go. Um, but again, from me personally, my recommendation on CBD, try CBD oil if you want to experience the effects. Food products, um, drink drinks with CBD, from my perspective, a complete waste of time because nobody really is sure what effect and what dosage <laughs> needed for any kind of effect. And, and then that's on the positive side. On the negative side, you might get uh, some negative psychoactive consequences and effects on your physical performance if you consume it in the food um, where other ingredients can interact with CBD, not in a positive for your health way. So CBD, I wouldn't really experiment with a lot of CBD foods and CBD-infused uh, drinks. Moving to the next news, study. Energy drinks can alter heart rhythm and increase blood pressure. You might have heard about this one because it's kind of a big one. Uh, th there is a lot of negative publicity about soft drinks in general. And now there has been this study designed um, that is the largest randomized controlled clinical trial on the subject today. And they were trying to figure out how soft drinks, uh, energy drinks in particular, um, affect heart health. And so the study noted that energy drinks significantly prolong the QTS interval, meaning that they altered heart rhythm a lot um, after a couple of hours after people consumed those energy drinks, meaning the time heart chambers need to contract and relax, all those medical specifics. The drinks also raised central blood pressure and brachial blood pressure. Researchers said further investigation is warranted on whether individual ingredients or a combination of them leads to these changes. The impact, the impact of long-term energy drinks consumption remains unknown, they concluded. So, um, of course, like with any ingredients, any drinks or any foods, uh, long-term consequences of the consumption of that drink um, hard to hard to measure because we change in our diets and in our lifestyle so many things. But then again, um, I would not. I would try for now stick with the same foods that your grandma and grandpa used to eat uh, for their whole life because they probably turned out to live pretty healthy, long life. And all these new products, you just never know, especially all these formulations with so many ingredients that we just are not sure how they're going to affect our health in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years. There are, again, so many formulations, and uh, most of them are created with no real studies backing them up. So it's like a scientific experiment that you're running on yourself. And, you know, sometimes you can die of those experiments, and uh, nobody will really sure what you died of, even though it might be caused by some drink of food that uh, you consumed. So... Um, just stick to whole foods most of the time and experiment with all kinds of drinks and snack, you know, once in a while. Don't make it a 
consistent part of your daily diet. And um, especially don't make it a big chunk of your um, food consumption. Moving to the next, um, mental health and the microbiome, mixed findings over probiotics, anxiety, impact. So the whole study, um, this research was about how probiotics uh, and um, non-probiotic interventions, meaning changing your diet, affect your mental health and specifically anxiety that a lot of people are suffering from. And, you know, guys, when my diet wasn't optimal for me, I used to struggle from anxiety a lot. But the more I tuned my diet to uh, better work for me, the less and less anxiety I had. And so now I, like, my whole personality changed. I'm so much more confident and uh, so much more positive and optimistic and doing so many projects because I changed my diet and because it affected my microbiome in a certain way and that produced difficult biochemistry in my brain and in my body and that's why I am the way I am. But I was, again, completely different person uh, when I was eating suboptimal for me personally diet. And so the conclusion is there are two kinds of interventions, probiotic and non-probiotic interventions. And non-probiotic, as I've said, uh, means dietary interventions, meaning feeding people different foods compared to probiotic when, uh, they, when the researchers just add probiotics as a supplement to people's regular diet. So those interventions to regulate intestinal microbiota and it should be highlighted that the non-probiotic interventions, meaning food interventions, were more effective than the probiotic interventions. Um, so it is proven that uh, our diet affects in a positive or negative way, depends how you change your diet, our uh, mental health and our anxiety levels. And it seems from all the studies that changing your diet will uh, influence your microbiome and your microbiome gut um, axis or that connection that there is between your gut and your brain. Our diet influences that much, much more than just taking probiotics as a supplement. So change your diet, guys, and it will change who you are. Um, I promise you that. The more you work on adjusting your diet to work better for you, the better you're going to feel and uh, the more energy you're going to have. And you, you can be blown away by the changes in your personality, uh, how you are, who you are, how you feel on a daily basis and how you show up for the world, uh, how it all changes based on your dietary changes. And again, um, besides, you know, eating junk and obviously eating food that is not great for anyone, um, toxic substances and stuff. A healthy diet can mean different things for different people because of our different microbiome, because of our different environment, because of our different lifestyle. lifestyle. So what works for me might be complete, might be a complete disaster for you. That's what I'm trying to say. So never think that there is one healthy diet. No, you got to figure out your own diet for yourself. And there are ways to do that, but that, you know, requires a separate conversation on its own. 
next new next news BCAAs or branch um, chained amino acid. So excessive BCAAs intake linked to overeating and obesity. Australian mice study. So our data highlight a role for amino acid quality in energy balance and show that health cost of chronic high BCAAs intakes need to be due to intrinsic need not to be due to intrinsic toxicity, but instead a consequence of hyperphagia driven by amino acid imbalance. So this whole article that that has just been released by Australian uh, researchers um, showed that um, overconsumption of any kind of amino acid in supplement form, and that usually goes to, you know, fitness crowd um, or someone who into supplements a lot, who tend to overconsume um, certain supplements, like, for example, amino acids. And the thing is, when you take individual supplements, not balanced like it would be in whole food, you just never know what effects it's going to produce in your body. Usually, when you consume whole foods, they work much, much better because the compounds in those foods are balanced and they are better suited for your body that is also a product of you know, of nature. You were not created in a lab. You, you were grown, you were born, <laughs> created naturally, right? So, foods that are created naturally and balanced by nature and evolution, they work better for our body, producing much, much less negative effects. That's why it's so much easier, for example, to get vitamin A toxicity from a supplement, but it's almost impossible to do it, uh, to get it from foods, from whole foods like liver, for example. So the same goes for a lot of supplements, like, for example, amino acids. So they might cause overeating and they might cause weight gain, but again, it's not that amino acids are bad. Not if you consume them from food, like, you know, especially protein-rich foods like meat or fish or chicken. It's a completely different story than when you consume your amino acids from supplement. That can cause uh, increased hunger. That is hyperphagia. Is, it means increased hunger. And that can cause... Um, Overeating can cause weight gain. So when you consume any sort of supplement, just be aware of the fact that besides all the positive effects that um, the company or producer of that supplement or um, the industry might tell you about, they might not tell you about and might not even know about the possible negative consequences of uh consuming that supplement, of over-consuming that supplement. So be very be very cautious about adding different kinds of supplements into a diet. Don't take a lot of them at the same time because they also work together, interact with each other, and may produce unknowable effect, effects. Uh, and then also, when you try any new supplement, Add it into your diet, see how you do over at least a couple, three weeks, and and then add them to your diet more on a more consistent basis or don't, depending on what results you get. And then also remember that uh, the results that you get in three, four weeks are not the same that the results you're going to get in a year of consuming the same supplement or several years. Things 
tend to accumulate in our body and then produce different effects, positive or negative. So just be aware of that and um, remember that supplements were created by a person who was not exactly sure about all the effects of that particular substance or supplement or how it can work in your body specifically. And then um, to sum it all up, um, I just wanted to mention this trend that I've been reading about also, trend in sports industry, uh, nutrition industry of cleaning up their label. You know, I'm very frustrated with supplement industry in general because most of the supplements, they add a lot, a lot of different ingredients that, well, first of all, they do not have known effect. Um, nobody researched those other ingredients in that supplement, how they affect your health. But then also, you know, for example, you buy um, multivitamin or you buy uh, amino acid supplement, and then that supplement will have... Uh, uh, five, ten more ingredients that you didn't order, like you, you're not buying, I don't know, sucralose or maltodextrin or some uh, anti-baking agents, and then you see them in your supplement along with the stuff that you actually wanted, like amino acids or your multivitamin or, you know, all kinds of supplements. So maybe uh, your protein or um, maybe L-carnitine. Um, so you want one thing, but then you get tons of other stuff that you have no idea of how it works in your body or what it's going to do. Uh, so just make sure, first of all, to always check all the ingredients uh, of your supplement, not just active ingredients, uh, not just, you know, the amount of, I don't know, carbs, protein, the fats, but actual ingredients. What's in that specific supplement. Make sure to, to check that. And don't just trust labels that may say something like gluten-free or lactose-free or, um, you know, no lactose or no sugar and no peanuts or GMO-free. Don't just trust those labels. Actually, again, check the ingredient list and make, an, make sure that you understand what's in your supplement. And if you do not understand, then do your research first or reach out and ask me for advice on this particular supplement and what all those ingredients mean and whether you should take it or not. So reach out, ask for advice, uh, be very cautious about supplements and weird ingredients uh, that you add into your food supply. It all affects your body. Um, it doesn't just pass through your system. It interacts with molecules, with organisms that are in your body, with this whole system. And, you know, your body is a delicate system. It's at, it works best at balance, but it's hard to maintain balance when you're constantly adding some ingredients that um, that you're not sure of, like how they made, why they made, what they made of, right? Um, so that's it for today, guys. Uh, to sum it up, CBD, proceed with caution. Um, nobody's still clear about the effects of it on your health, especially in all the different formulations of foods, drinks, and food-like products. Um, amino acids, specifically branched-chain um, amino acids, 
maybe don't overconsume them uh, and maybe stop them for a while and consume your proteins and amino acids from real food because it's just not known uh, what exact effect it's going to have on your body. Maybe it can it will cause you overeating and uh, gaining weight uh, instead of building muscle or supporting your long-term health. Um, when it comes to microbiome and treating anxiety and mental disorders, uh, go for food treatments, meaning change your diet. That works better than just taking probiotics. Uh, uh, and um, yeah, when it comes to sport nutrition and supplements, check your labels, check your data, guys. Uh, and that's it for today. Uh, food news episode on Food School Podcast. You're going to find links to all the articles that I talked about today in the show notes. Uh, stay tuned for a, an interesting guest podcast episode tomorrow, guys. If you have any questions about healthy eating Always, always, always feel free to reach out. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.